So how many notes did you have for the Batman who laughs? Uh, two or three. Really? Yeah. <laughs> had like a page and a half. <laughs> I don't. The rest of my notes are mental notes, you know. So. Oh, gotcha. They're they're stored up here. I I can't measure them out. They're very hit or miss. <laughs> right. So it reminds me of something. I'm on it then. Otherwise, yeah, sure. You just forget about it. Try to move on. Right. Potential potential episode name. This one is going to involve uh, a little bit of work here. So uh, okay. Into the Bruce Wayneverse, but you have to reach out Ooh, to your yeah. buddies at Sony. You have to clear the use of that annoying as all fucking hell uh, Sunflower song from the movie Into the Spider-Verse by that talentless vacuum piece of shit Post Malone. You know that one? I think it's the one that like Miles Morales like raps to himself throughout the movie a couple times. Okay, yeah. It's like, I could probably figure it out. Sunflower. It's like really high. It's a dude singing uh-huh. super high pitch and it's annoying as all fucking hell. But the second you hear it, it is stuck in your head for like a month. That awful song. Clear that awful song and use that. Okay, why? Because it goes for with the, that movie. For and the if meme? we're playing off the name of that movie, okay. it's brilliantly connected. So we also have to play off the soundtrack of the movie? I mean, there isn't an Into the Bruce Wayne soundtrack yet. So, yeah. Well, maybe uh, we can have a soundtrack by Dees to the God then. I'll get on that. Good. I was thinking about that. <laughs> but you can make that, some mumble rap but I, I just read that like 20 minutes ago and then instead of writing a new soundtrack I just watched the baseball game instead oh I see I used my time wisely this today how's the how's the baseball oh it's fucking awesome like always okay like alright good George Costanza hey George Costanza knows what's up he clearly does not there's more uh, marine biology references in that Flash show. That was cool. That was <laughs> chock full of them. Yeah. Take me out to the sports game. Take yeah. me out with sports. the sports. Fuck yeah, finally. It's <laughs> been way too long, man. I know. I don't care if I never... Sports talk! Is, is that from uh, Looney Tunes that you sampled? Is that what that version of that song is? I don't know, it was a version from like 1907 or something, or 1917. So, it's like from 100 years ago. Awesome. I assume I I can use that. Uh, Dude, Cyclops and uh, Colossus, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, fuck yeah. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you, who was the like DLC that you were trying to show me in that picture, because I didn't recognize, I didn't realize any of them were not. Cyclops. Yeah, I thought Colossus was really in the game, wasn't he? He he was in the game, but as a non-playable character. Oh, fucking so really? Now now you can play as him. Yeah, for free. Oh. It was a free update. Fuck yeah. Same with Cyclops. They resurrected Cyclops from the dead just to make him a playable yeah, character did. in this game. Hell yeah, man. No, he's alive. He's always been alive. We saw him with Kid he's, Cable. He's teaching Kid Cable how to be Cable, I yeah. guess? That's that was, version of Cyclops. I was really hoping that we were going to get like uh, an explanation on that in that awful X-Force book from last week. I totally forgot when we were oh, talking yeah. about that book last week to mention like, oh yeah, by the way, where the fuck is Scott Summers? That's right, yeah. 
Probably should have mentioned that. I forgot yeah. all about. <laughs> See like those mental notes, unless something reminds me of something, I'm gonna yeah. completely blank it out. I guess nothing in that book really reminded you of Cyclops, though. No, because there weren't any like hidden bases or like uh, secret doors yeah. with like Cyclops references. Yeah. Damn it. All right. John Tesh ready on the ones and twos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ready. He's ready. All right. Let me in. All aboard! Welcome once again to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. I'm your host. Dave. And I'm your other host, Donnie. We have, I think we're going to have a good show today. I, yeah, I have the, a good feeling. The about studio this. audience is alive. They're awake. They're ready to go. Are they? Are you sure about this? Were you not going to play a soundboard they... clip of them like pretending to make noise like we were really live or some shit? Oh, yeah. Here we Friday go. Friday morning at midnight. There they are. Yeah. Ooh, yeah good all point. right. They just arrived. That's That was the problem. That's they were locked out of the studio until just now. There you go. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, no, we got a, we got a lot to do today. We got uh, The Rat Queens, Volume 6, The Infernal Path. Is that right? I didn't write it down. The Infernal Path, yes. That's right. Okay, good. We have The Batman Who Laughs, which I think we'll have a good conversation about. Uh, we're going to talk about The Flash, Season 2, Episode 15, featuring Street Sharks. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. And... And actually, with that, with that, the Flash episode, I listened to the Flash podcast from DC Universe, and I have some clips. We're gonna have fun today. Awesome! This is gonna be good, dude. This we got, we got like this. This is a top shelf show. Like this is our strong suit. Our strong suit. Speaking isn't my strong suit, I guess. We got, you know, we're gonna shit on some podcasts that suck. We're gonna talk about shitty comic books like Batman Who Laughs or awesome comic books, and. uh and also Rat Queens, so there you go. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm I'm pumped for this episode. I know, me too. I'm very pumped about it. Just like our Let's audience. start with... I, oh, yeah. Well, here, here, here they are. Yeah. Woo. Very pumped about this. Yeah, get pumped. <laughs> I think we should start with Rat Queens, because I think that... Uh, well, let's, let's start with, with a... I guess on a good note. Start with a bang. All right, start with a bang. So let's talk about Rat Queens. All right, so what'd you think about Rat Queens? This was uh, volume six. I loved it. Way, way, way better than the last one we read, the uh, volume five with all the weird Hannah jumping between universes and shit stuff. Like, that was a bit Did too we read far that? out there. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Go <laughs> Did we really archives, read that for man. this show? Yeah. We oh, read, fuck, man. I made you read volume one, and then... I remember we that. Gonna, we were going to read through some of them while we were waiting for volume five to come out, but then we never did again. And then number five oh. came out, and I got and I was like, fuck it, we'll read this. And number five okay, was the well, weird one with, like, evil Hannah, and it was basically like a shitty X-Men storyline was what it was, and it was oh. so disappointing. And so okay. far off from what Rat Queens usually are. But man, thank God yeah. they like went back to form with this one. Yeah. Page one. 
Panel one. Fucking fuck tarts. Cunty pastries. So yeah. that was a pretty good start. We definitely started off with a bang. That was like on the first page. Yeah, like Hannah never disappoints. She starts out strong for us. Yeah, I like how she calls her baking cunty. That was that was a pretty good use of the word cunt. Yeah, great description for pastries, I, I guess. Yeah, cunty. Delicious. I thought this book was, uh, I, I thought it was okay. I, I didn't, I, don't, I think I didn't like it as much as you did. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this thing. I, I have no memory of volume five. I don't really understand why this, uh, the one girl was going into the God realm and becoming a God. Yeah, Ooh. that was, that was the one part that I couldn't really remember. Like, I remember at the very end of it, Dee does something to, like, save Hannah from, like, she got locked away in, like, this, like, weird, sort of, like, a negative, a uh, Phantom Zone type thing from, like, Superman, sort of. Or, like, uh, yeah. in Marvel, like, what's that, Hank Pym prison, like, the neutral zone, I think he calls it. Like, she got locked uh, away. Pym particles. In, right, yeah. She got locked away in some, like, little weird pocket universe thing in a, like, prison to herself because she did something something that she got caught for and uh that's what like released her inner demon thing and then that thing escaped and was causing all kinds of hell and they had to like jump through universe to universe to like try to like corral it and get it back but i don't remember what d did at the very end of that to like make regular hannah the one that stayed but i guess she had to go and become a god as punishment for whatever she did like that part, I wish I had a refresher on because I I was a little bit yeah. confused about it. Yeah, I didn't really get that. There's like some big areola god fairy who was uh leading her through that. Well, even more importantly and better, the mm -hmm. old man with like the weird like poison black cloud sadness tentacle things infection. Oh yeah, Billford yeah. Billford Burgoyne. Well, I always thought that was just yeah. kind of like a, uh, a Lobo type of like Bastich swear word made up for the smidgens because mm -hmm. uh, Betty's the one who always uses it. And I didn't realize she was using it as just saying like, oh, God, it's kind of like what yeah. she means. When Jesus she says Christ. It. I thought I thought it was like a, a Bastich type thing. Or it was a made up word. But then we actually meet the real life Billford Begoyne or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, that was awesome. That was cool. We also got to see his dick and balls. Yeah. He's got a nice little so sack cool. on him. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. As long as we get to see the dick and balls. That's all like, I've matters. never seen Jesus' dick and balls. So, that's weird. You're looking at the wrong crucifixions, my friend. I guess. What else happened then? So, so I guess, like, she is, uh, who's the one who became a god? What's her name? D. Delilah. Okay, okay. Yeah, sweet D. Sweet D becomes a god, and she doesn't know exactly what her powers are, and that's not exactly clear to us either. I guess she can make, like, stones or something. At the, so at what, the what end, the fuck, it becomes a little that? bit more clear. What, what, what was it? She can make weapons to protect those she loves. Because Betty so she's was the praying god for of help. What? For, she's not a god of anything oh. specifically. She's just a deity-powered oh, creature, because she came I back. think I got it. I think I got it. She's a god of friendship, the god of best friend BFFs. I think that's what Perhaps. it is. Perhaps. I think that's it what is. it kind of they, implies, they said something about Betty it. was praying yeah. for some kind of help to protect her herself and her friends. And then yeah. D showed up and she gave them like she created 
purple stone weapons that could hurt these uh flesher orcs. Yeah. But who the Yeah, those fleshers were pretty cool, I guess. I don't understand how you didn't love this book because it was so heavily focused on the orc Dave. And I mean that's the most important character to ever <laughs> exist in any form of media. Well, there wasn't enough Daves in this book. Well, three of the four Daves are dead. Orc Dave is all we have left to cling on to. Damn. And Dalvin, yeah, weren't you talking like about name. that when I was? You were talking about that when I was taking a piss or yeah, something yeah, in a recent episode, yeah. right? Okay. When we were right. just talking about how awesome the word name Dave is. Maybe, cool maybe that's what you myself. were. Wait, was that? Were you talking about volume five in that thing? Maybe, maybe that's not what happened. You weren't no, talking not, about absolutely it. not specifically. I was just referencing oh. the four Daves. Because we were talking oh, about okay. uh, right. uh, Call Me Dave from that other book. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I was referencing other awesome characters named Dave in comics. So what, okay, so what is your ideal four Daves? Like, wh- who would you put in, uh, in this group of four that are named Dave? Orc Dave, because he's the healer. Okay. He's cool. He's got a birds in his beard. That's cool. Yeah, that's fun. Myself, because yeah. I'm the greatest Dave ever. Uh, All right. Major League. Baseball player, former Cy Young winner Dave Stewart, because obviously why? Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Fourth Dave would have to really impress me to like win that coveted fourth spot in our group. So you wouldn't put Call Me Dave in there? Oh fuck no, He's, he wasn't that cool. He was all right. Well, like he, he didn't. He didn't he did wow get a blow me. Job he did from... not wow me. What? He got a blowjob from Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was pretty. I, I said wow I mean, about that. That was cool, but like. I think anyone who's young enough could get a blowjob from that old fake actor guy. I guess. Because he specifically said anyone who's young and tight, he's going to be fucking. So, I mean, it didn't seem like it was that hard to accomplish that. Oh, you could have uh, David Allen Coe in your your group there. You know David Allen Coe? Is the musician, right? Yeah, the musician who sings thinking, all the racist stuff. I'm thinking songs. maybe the uh, illustrator, Dave, because we need a good pencil yeah. on our team. But It's very important. Every, every team needs a good colorist, uh, uh, yeah. not a penciler. It's vital. Vital, yeah. yeah. Or, or maybe so your rhythmics, every, Dave. Everyone needs... Just to, like, Which one? Your, your rhythmics, Dave. I don't know if I know that one. Damn it, we have referenced this so many times throughout the course of knowing one another. Really? <laughs> Dave Stewart would be your Eurythmics. The Eurythmics are the band who sings oh. Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This. It's him and the, okay. Andy Lennox is the singer. He's the oh, musician yeah. what was the other... who writes all the music. Okay. We wanted to borrow one of his songs. That's right. I can't remember which song, though. I would think it has to be that one, because I'm not well-versed on the Eurythmics <laughs> uh, library, okay. to be honest. Okay. Well, I, I, think, I think this sounds like a decent team. Un- unbeatable. Yeah. Like, it can't be matched. No one's going to out-guitar right. play my Dave Stewart. No one's going to out-heal <laughs> my work Dave. No one's going to out-awesome right. me. And then who out-color. can color <laughs> better pencil and color other Dave? Or who could out-pitch other Dave? Shit. Oh, that's the one. I've okay. got too many Daves. I, I think, all right, so your Rhythmics and Penciler are going to have to fight to the death to win over that last spot. Though, okay. all right. I'm already leaning more towards your Rhythmics, Dave, just because... Sweet Dreams is power a catchy of rock. beat. Yeah, the power of rock. As we've seen in Murder yeah. Falcon, it'll kill some right. demons and shit. <laughs> no, that's the power of metal. Power of rock was in the Kiss book. 
Yeah, that totally probably, different powers. Yeah, this isn't metal by any means. Yeah. It's like synth pop from the eighties. So, so power of pop. I guess that'd just be power of music at that point. All right. Anyway, okay. So I guess the last note I had about Rat Queens was the God Realm. You should change your location on Twitter to God Realm. That'd be funny. Yeah, that's that's what I call my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. There you go. What did you think of the portrayal of the God Realm? Um, when you, I'd like a welcome mat and like maybe a check-in desk. That'd be a little bit more helpful. As opposed okay. to just waiting for, like, the weird little, like, clam monsters True. to fuck with you. Yeah, the Infinity Stones or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they basically were. <laughs> yeah. They were, like, they were like Furbies, but, like, Infinity Stone-powered Furbies that would just show up right. just to, like, make fun of you for not knowing where you're at and what to do. Yeah. Fuck those guys. They well, I mean, they, they did have a bar, though. I do like that that was Yeah, there. that was very nice. I mean, if I if if you were to ask me, what do you need in God Realm? First thing, bar. Yeah, I mean, they got the important shit out of the way. I'm just saying, if it was my ideal one, there would be like an information okay. desk where I could check in and like get some guidance. Okay, I would say like you need like a stripper there too, but they kind of do have that in that realm. But those like just it's, people who are just like yeah, color, it's pretty much every regular person is just kind of naked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I guess you don't need it that badly. Couple other notes. Yeah, so we finally find Orc Dave's son, and his name is awesome. It's Dalvin. That's a cool ass name. I've never heard that <laughs> name, but I love that name. Um, yeah, that's a new one. He was he was possessed by the Fleshers. They're like evil orcs that are hiding down in this cave, and at the very last minute, they reveal, "Oh, we're the ones who stole your son, Orc Dave." Ha ha ha! And we turned him into one of our things, and um. Braga, it's a lot of like Braga's like backstory because she's a transsexual member of the team. And like mm. it's her brother. She was supposed to become the next king, but she left to go and find herself. And oh, so he keeps calling her Brug because that was her name when she was a dude. Oh, okay. That's, I didn't that's what all that was. This. Yeah, like okay. The whole huh. like her transsexual thing, it was. Kind of like they just revealed it like back when they were in between like illustrators. So I don't know if it was a digital only release that had that in it, or if it was in one of the actual uh, comics. But yeah, it, it was like touched on briefly once in a previous issue somewhere. And then it's kind of just brought up again now. But yeah, she ended up having to fight her brother. Her brother was the new leader of the Fleshers. I like the one flesher who could just touch you anywhere and you'd just be infected by his gross, like, herpes <laughs> yeah. dick finger. Like, that guy was awesome. Yeah, that one was pretty good. I enjoyed that, too. At the very end, Orc Dave is breaking up with Violet. He's like, hey, I love you oh, both, right. but I have to teach my son to stop being a monster, an abomination of creation now, so I can't be with you. And she was like, well... How about instead of a two, we're a three, and they get married. Yeah, just just, just like that. out of nowhere, very last Book page, over. And wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bye. Oh, okay. So, what a what a anticlimactic wedding ceremony and ending that was. But yeah, they should really get a whole collected volume like they do in the X Men about a wedding. Every yeah. wedding. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> yeah, Orc Dig. It was Orc Dave heavy, so it was awesome. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, 
I thought it was uh I thought it was okay. I I, I didn't wow me, but that's fine. I didn't hate it. Alright, do you want to hear some reviews? No, only positive stuff. Okay. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Alright, let me pull up my reviews. Alright, so this one is uh, two stars. Does not answer plot questions. So I got this hoping it would clear up the answers from a previous volume where the red demoness wizard got all left behind and was upset about it. So that's what you were, right? you were talking about. Issue that, right? five, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Nope, didn't happen. They mentioned it briefly, maybe two sentences about it, and that's it. Then it's back to shenanigans as usual, with the queens wrecking things left and right. Which is fine, but I've had questions since volume three, and this did not fulfill my expectations. Also, no. they changed the artist again. All right, good. I, I don't want them to immediately pay that off in the very next collection. Like, most series, they don't immediately tie up every fucking loose end the very next book. Keep it going. Like, Evil Hannah could be the big bad of this entire series, potentially. That's how powerful and, like, terrifyingly dangerous she could possibly be. Because she's, like, yeah, regular like Hannah, only, like, insanely crazily strong and, like, just as evil and as corrupt. And uh, she has two arms, because we forgot to mention, Hannah got one arm cut off at the end of this book, too, during the fight. But, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, I'm glad they were just like, oh, yeah, we're still scouring the earth looking for evil Hannah, and that was it. I don't want her to show back up for a while. I want a full extra two more volumes before she even, like, makes a, another appearance. I don't want it paid okay. off immediately. I want there to be, like, gaps in between to, like, let it breathe. Yeah, I guess I could agree with that. They can do their shenanigans as usual for a little while. But yeah, they also changed artists again. What I desperately want is some continuity and an articulate plot. I won't be buying Volume 7. I'll wait and get it from the library. This lackluster operation has taken enough of my money. Yeah, I thought you might agree with that last sentence there. There's nothing wrong with reading books from your library. No. That's what it's there for, I guess. Okay, and then another one I had is three stars. The title is Meh. I'm glad I no longer buy the single issues. Compared to the first volume, it has really gone downhill. The plot has too many holes, and older slash interesting plot points are missed. There is something off about the art, too. I'll continue to buy all future volumes because I'd like to complete the story. I just hope it picks up again. I remember when Saga hit a rut but eventually started to make sense again. Hopefully this will happen for Rat Queens too. All right, so a lot of people talking about the art here is different. I didn't. Um, what did you think about the I art? I thought this one was a lot better than, like in Volume 5, because they were like jumping from like universe to universe, like I think yeah. they intentionally made it look all fucked up and weird as hell. Like I liked it oh. in this one. I thought it was a lot fucking better and clearer than it was the previous book. I don't know, like, this, the author is named Curtis Weeb or Wybie. I don't know how you pronounce his okay. name. But I don't like, know. <laughs> maybe he is, like, the most difficult to work with asshole on the uh, entire planet. Because, like, this hmm. is, like, the third or fourth artist that they've gone through now on this series. And, like, that's why he's had to keep, like, taking these huge gaps in between, like, continuing with the book. So it is huh. super annoying, but... 
maybe he's just impossible to like get along with because he's a true cunt scumbag. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. We'll never really know. All right, one more review. So this one is very positive. Five stars. Awesome. Better. Everyone is in top form, following up from the previous troubles. More history lands on their doorsteps and eventually smacks them on the tits. But this one has resolution. Thank you so much. So this guy thinks that they do resolve something. I just like the slapping on the tits line. That was a good one. Hannah used that in the book. Oh, okay, well. It's a nice callback. All right, there you have it. Rat Queens, Volume 6. Let's see. So speaking of funny lines, we read The Batman Who Laughs, and he has lots of funny lines. Right? Does you he? agree with that? Does he? Oh, yeah, he's hilarious, dude. He's the, that, that Joker toxin. That fucking Joker toxin, dude. What the fuck is that? So... All right, yeah, let's just fucking start with that bullshit. All right, so out of yeah. nowhere, out of nowhere, Bruce Wayne's like, oh, I just, I can't let Joker die because I've always had yeah. this fear that he's got a uh, trap in his heart that if his heart stops, Why the fuck it's going to kill whoever fear? stops it. How does that thought ever cross anyone's mind ever? Who could pull that bullshit off? Fuck you. Like, how ridiculous. And then, of course, when Joker shoots himself and kills himself in front of Bruce Wayne, it magically just so happens to turn out that he did have a trap inside of his heart that would infect you with the Joker toxin. What the fuck? I know. What the hell is this Joker toxin bullshit? Like, I, I, got, a new, uh, I got a new clip of my soundboard just to express my feelings. What's this bullshit? That's right. Jesus from fucking Big Lebowski will agree with me. This is fucking <laughs> bullshit, dude. Eight-year-old Like, dude. what the hell is that? Eight-year-old. Yeah, Pederav. Bruce Wayne, dude, he's a Pederav in some of those universes, I'm sure. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein Island. He's rich enough for it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your island guy. Yeah, I think so. But, yeah, that Joker toxin thing was so fucking stupid. I, I did not understand. What the hell? Where did that come from? I mean, the Joker toxin's been around for fucking, like, 50 years. It's... Is the thing he always uses. That's how he like turns like all his henchmen into like his soldiers. Like but it it's is in his a heart. bullshit thing that he. Well, yeah, that part of it is bullshit just yeah. for this. But I mean, like in general, Joker toxins the thing he always uses. Yeah. But my God, how fucking dumb. <laughs> so and, and uh, reading this book, this was seven issues, and it, it took me like three sittings to get through this. Like I, it, it was really hard to keep going, dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I made a mistake waiting until like two hours before we were going to record this because I wanted to stop a thousand different times, but I was like, I'm running low on time. Uh, no, yeah, it, it, was, it was it was rough. Uh, and on the cover of the very first issue, Batman Who Laughs is saying, miss me on the front. No, I never did and I never will. Fuck, fuck Batman Who Laughs. You clearly missed him. That's why you picked this book for us to enjoy. No, I... Yeah, I had to come back to it, though, because of the Dark Knight Metal thing. I explained this last week. There's a... I wrote in my notes, I guess at one point, Batman was throwing knives like John Wick in uh, that movie, which I guess I thought that was cool, since I compared him to John Wick, but I can't remember what it was about. The movie John Wick? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the third one yet? No, not yet. Oh, there, there's, like, a really great, like, fight scene in a knife shop. Where they just keep like breaking the glass and picking up more knives and just throwing them unnecessarily at unnecessarily close range. It was great. 
That's awesome. Why is how? Why yeah, it was necessary? great. <laughs> More. That's of why that it was awesome. Necessary. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I loved it. I'm telling you, it was great. I recommend it. All right, let's see. Oh yeah, okay. But, and I guess I had more notes about the Joker toxin. Conveniently, Batman has a Joker toxin antidote He's as done well. That forever. He's so, done that forever. Ah, it's not convenient. Like he created it. It's convenient. He has his own. No, you've read enough Batman to know that that's a thing, right? Like just like the Scarecrow. Has uh, his no, I have apparently. Damn it. Okay, that's commonplace of Batman shit. Fear toxin from the Scarecrow. He has antidotes for that. Joker toxin because it turns people into like Joker clowns, and then they get stuck if they're exposed to it for too long. They get stuck like that, and you can't bring I them back. I think I remember so that. He from has the all these cartoon. antidotes. Yeah. So those aren't like special, convenient plot points for this awful, awful abomination of a story. Those are things that he's always had. Comic books. What about uh, what other toxins do they have? It says fear toxin, Joker toxin. I don't know. Is there any others? Venom. Bane. Bane's venom. I don't think <laughs> okay. there's a toxin. That's not a toxin. Yeah, that's that's like HGH is all that is. Super HGH. I don't think there's a immunity to it. Oh wait, no. Ivy's uh Ivy's like mind control poison toxin kiss thing. He has he has a little okay. like fake lip thing that'll put on sometimes. So if she tries to kiss him to like possess his mind, it'll be like, haha, it didn't work. I was tricking you. So I, I assume there's some kind right. of antidote for that, maybe. Okay, yeah, the, I, I'm sure Poison Ivy has a toxin. She must, right? That's a plant name thing. Is poison Ivy, I mean, yeah, she's got to have something. Yeah, must be. So, and that, in this book, they have Bruce Wayne's from different universes uh, being yeah. killed and then being sent over to the one Bruce Wayne's universe to fuck with him, I guess. Yeah, into and, the Bruce Wayneverse. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're doing here. But I like how Bruce Wayne is just wearing like a uh, Scooby Doo disguise in the. <laughs> Uh, like <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> in the yeah, he goes to the morgue just wearing this stupid mask, like that just makes him look like a totally different person. And uh, he's just like, oh, he has like smile lines on his face, so he was a happy Bruce Wayne. And oh yeah, he has some like shit. Un- he has eco dirt under his fingernails. How the fuck do you know that's eco dirt under his fingernails? Like fuck you. So that was what, what, what is that? Yeah. So like he's he's the greatest detective in the. DC Universe, so he somehow pieces this Nonsense. all together that this Bruce Wayne stopped being Batman based on, like, where his <laughs> scars ended, or where he stopped getting yeah. them at, but he could timeline it together. Like, he stopped uh, right after I forget what it was, but then he got married and had a kid instead, and he was happy. And all these Bruce Waynes that keep coming through the Bruce Wayneverse, they're all like, happy, successful Bruce Waynes. And the Joker, who, or the Batman who laughs, has to explain to him that he's the saddest most miserable yeah. and unsuccessful Batman of them all. Aww. Yeah, poor poor guy. I kind I kind of like that part about it. It's like, oh yeah, you're the you're the most depressing Batman. Fuck you. That was pretty funny. And then like Batman to fight the Joker who laughs. He like he he makes up a fighting style called like Bam Pow fighting style. Yep. Which was a uh, pretty stupid. It's like, oh, he he can't predict me if I uh, just make it up. That's retarded. What the fuck? I like that it's called Bam Pal, though, like from all the 70s, like, TV yeah. show shit. That was cute. That was, that was fun. Very cute. And I just like how everything has to, I know this is not new, but just calling, like, everything a bat something. It's like, oh, you have to, he has a bat taser and he has bat bullets. Uh, I think that was the grim 
Batman or so whatever. The other Batman, the uh, the Grim Knight. That sounds like all right. That sounds like in their minds when they were like creating this guy, they're like, all yeah. right, this is gonna be the most badass metal named Batman. Yeah, alternate version, Punisher ever. Batman. But basically, it's like the light metal, like radio friendly version because his name is already <laughs> the Dark Knight is his nickname. That's, That's pretty better. badass. That's better name. You're just yeah. I'm the Grim. I'm the mopey Batman. Yeah, yeah. It's not a great name. No. Who would win, Grim Knight or Punisher? Grim Knight, cause definitely John Bernthal. No. Yeah. Grim Knight, cause he's got right, bat, he's got bat taser bullets, man. <laughs> yeah, bat bullets. No, but the bat bullets have the bat taser in them. He explained that to Batman okay. after he had Batman get sniped by it. Remember? <laughs> so yeah. right, be- right before right. that scene happens, though, this is one of my like two notes I took. I love the conversation that Bill, the old man in the security, uh, this old man security guard in the hallway, yeah. is having when uh, the Batman who laughs is coming into that building to like fuck up the last laugh protocol thing. Because uh-huh. I guess, I don't know if he's so old that he's, like, blind or what, but he's just sitting in his chair and he hears Bruce Wayne's voice. It's like, oh, Mr. Wayne, it's uh-huh. great to see you again. And Bruce, even though he's, like, the evil Batman who laughs, he's just having a regular conversation with this dude about, like, how his wife and, like, grandkids yeah. are. And, like, how his uh, pacemaker that the company put in for him is working for, out for him. And then he just goes into this room and just murders every single security guard that's in there. All while Bill is just sitting out there like, oh, Mr. Wade, you okay? Good to hear, buddy. I like that. That yeah, was, that was awesome. pretty fun. Sure. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I wrote this or if someone else wrote this, but Bat Gimp? Did somebody call him a Bat Gimp? Yeah, they specifically called him the Bat Gimp. Okay, good. Penguin did. All right, yeah. That was cool. Oh, um, Penguin was in this? Who the fuck yeah. was a Penguin? What the fuck? Who was I didn't realize penguin? that. Oswald Cobblepot. Oh, was he, was he, sitting, in, was he sitting in jail? No, no, that was Freeze. Oh, oh okay. I don't, I don't know. Who Bat Gimp before. went to the Iceberg Lodge for like two seconds, and like he just caught all the people gambling on fire for some reason with one of the penguins' like umbrellas. <laughs> you don't remember that? Oh. And no, like I he guess explained, not. he explained to Penguin that in all the universes, Penguin is always the last Batman foe to die. Hmm. But um, right before when they're Back at that last lab, Bat Wayne protocol place thing, before he blows up the building, the Batman is like talking about how he has to fight this Batman who laughs, but they're the same Batman and they know each other in and out. It's when he's explaining that Bam Pow fighting shit. He compliments yeah. this uh, Gimp Batman for being so much leaner than he is. <laughs> I don't know why that compliment just made me laugh so much, but he's like, ooh, this Batman, he's so much leaner than me and quicker too, but I'm stronger. <laughs> but him just calling him so lean yeah. just made me laugh so much. It is a weird thing to say. That's a, that the Batman who laughs, he has, he has Ahab-esque hounds. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, it's a positive, we, I guess. We saw those in the metal issue. Yeah, we the did. Little, like Robin, like dogs. Yeah, the, the hounds. They are. Yeah, right. They're nowhere Pretty near great. as cool as Ahab's hounds, though. No, I guess that's true. Ahab is way better than uh, the Batman who laughs. Who wins? Who wins? Ahab or Gimp Batman? I think Ahab. Really? 
Yeah, Ahab has a future predicting chip, so he can just use that. Well, no, Dudlock took that back, I think, after they killed him, didn't he? Oh, I, I don't know what they did. I think he has more hounds, so he could probably use those. Batman's not a mutant, so he doesn't, uh, his hounds won't really work for him. They're mutant tracking hounds is what they are. Well, I don't know. Does that toxin make him a mutant? I'm sure they could sniff that out, right? They have a Joker toxin. That's a mutant power. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, I don't know, but I like Ahab better, so fuck Batman who laughs. I, I think he I couldn't would... even beat the worst Batman, so I guess uh, I think Ahab would win. I think I Ahab think could straight beat the up worst fight. Batman. I think, I think in a straight-up fight, Gimp Batman wins. Because he's leaner than most other Batman. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about the play. leanness. He's, yeah, dude. He's leaner than Come Ahab as well. That's for true. days. Shit. <laughs> All right, you got me there. What else here? I guess another positive is there was a bat train at one point. That was a bat train, right? They took it to the bat cave? I believe that's the uh, bat monorail. Oh, it's, okay. Does it count as a train? Yeah, this is a train issue. Yeah. This counts. Okay, so that's good. All the board. Yeah, talking tracks. Yeah, hell yeah. We are uh, definitely the, talking about horn. trains. Play the horn. There we go. It's official now, motherfuckers. Batman also really loves the subway for some reason. Who doesn't? I don't understand. I've fucked the subway. I hate subways. Oh. They're awful, dude. They always like, well, here the problem is they're always fucking crowded as fuck. In America, they smell like shit constantly. Where and, else can uh, you watch bros just jerk off openly? <laughs> True, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, just fucking cum-stained floors all the time. Like, why do you like this fucking subway so much? You just explained why. Okay, I guess the dried cum on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's basically just a bathroom, I mean. Yeah, true. No one's gonna yell at me if I piss in it. No, I don't think so. Ugh, fucking hell. The other thing I, uh, that I have a note on, back to uh, things that I don't like, is the uh, Council of Owls. What's this bullshit? What's this bullshit, Dave? What's this Council of Owls? No way. That thing is awesome. So, or Court of Owls. Yeah, it's a court. During uh, Rebirth, right? or no, no, right before Rebirth, it was the New 52, and that's as the first time I was ever introduced to him. But the Talons are like zombie fighters basically they're like the greatest fighters in the history of the world and they've all been zombified and they're brought back to life they don't feel pain and they just fucking murder at will for the court i do love mm. this little cameo by the court of owls where gimp batman just <laughs> he's already so all right first of all it's bullshit that he's already like massacred the talents that easily because that's fucking lame and you spent, like, all of New 52 building up those things and, like, trying to impress and, like, make them, like, these unstoppable fucking killing machine monsters, which, for the most part, all throughout that comic, they fucking were. But he just immediately rips off all their arms like it's fucking nothing. I do love, though, that he just, like, shows up there and he's like, I just have to ask you guys a favor. Will you hear me out? And they're like, no, fuck you, you're dead. He's like, oh, you can try, but I'm going to kill you all. And then he talks to this little girl who's like their leader, I guess. He just like pushes her in a wheelchair off a cliff in the tunnels. That, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just wanted to hear you scream and beg for your life and die. Help me out. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. 
See, Get I told ba- you. Get Batman, Batman laughs is, is funny. hilarious. He is, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Good for him. We've, we've, we've solved it. So, the, uh, the worst Bruce Wayne, he is infected with the Joker toxin, and he uses his antidote to like slow down his transformation into the Batman who laughs. While they're doing that, Batman tells all his, like, fucking, you know, he has his narration and shit, and uh, there's, like, a gray box, and usually it has white uh, text. But as he's transforming, it, the text turns red to symbolize a stupid transformation. I found that the red text on the gray background was unreadable. What did, what did you think about that? Yeah. But that was because I, I just, I, the I just Batman who it. laughs talks in red. Well, yeah, I get it, but like, just me as a reader, like, as a from a practical standpoint here, I can't read it. It's too fucking the colors like mesh together too much. I can't make out the letters. It's clearly not important. That's why yeah, they did that. I mean, I skipped it. Yeah, I just fucking skipped it. Eventually, it was annoying me. I thought it was stupid. Why would you allow? They're like, don't they have an editor or something? It's like, hey, I can't read this bullshit. All right, what else do we have here? There was bat drones. That was fun. I like the bat drones. Those There's are a... those are new. We might have. I don't think you read this one <laughs> with me when they first introduced those. But Red Robin, Tim Drake, like made those right oh, before wow. he got fake killed and disappeared for a while. I don't. I think I read that one by myself when I was doing this solo. Still, but yeah, that's where the okay. first time I saw those show up. They had to have an introduction for those. Do they really need to introduce them? Like, I just believe that Wayne. Uh, industries could make a bat drone. I would just buy it. You don't have to introduce it. No way. It all it all needs to be explained, man. Did they ever explain the batarang guns? Uh, maybe at some point in time when he first created it. Okay. Well, no, he kind of explained it tonight or in this. He was like, well, no, he didn't explain like how he made the guns, but he explained how they're like made of the most. Whatever that stupid fucking metal is. Oh, they're great for yeah, piercing right. through armored tanks and also evil Batman. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Fuck. Also, also, way, way, way before that happened. <laughs> so, way yeah. before that happened, he's fighting the Grim Knight when they're like trying to fight over Jimmy Gordon. And he's like, I'm one of the top 10 shots alive. He's like, no, you're not. You don't oh. use guns. What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I don't like guns, but I know how to use them. And he shoots and he, like, catches a train and he tries to, like, be sneaky and tie <laughs> a rope to his foot and, like, drag him away. But mm-hmm. why would Bruce Wayne be one of the top ten shots in the DC universe? That's beyond them. Like, there's, there's, like, 19 different Arrow characters who you have to assume are all <laughs> rank higher than him. And then there's Deadshot, yeah. who obviously is a higher rank than him. Yeah, I it's mean, in his name. Deathstroke as well would be a higher shot rank than him. So why yeah. on earth is he just making these bold, like, bold-faced lies trying to impress the Grim Knight? <laughs> I don't know. Pretty Bullshit, stupid. man. You're barely in the top, like, 53. True. All right. Also, we saw Crime Alley, which... uh I like that there's a street sign that actually says Crime Alley. Yeah. Like, that's not just a nickname. That's the actual name that, like, the city gave that thing and made a street sign and put it there and put it on maps and shit. It's not just, like, a nickname. Why would you name that? Crime Alley. What the fuck? So that people know specifically where to avoid. You do it for tourists. Or 
or where to do crimes. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like, hey, do you remember uh, remember Bruce Wayne's parents? Here's where they died. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's a historical spot now. Yeah. And and the last thing was uh, that I had was uh, Batman when he he kind of like lets the Joker toxin take over to fight the Batman who laughs. He like curb stomps the Joker at one point. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So that was yeah. fucking awesome. I like that. Yeah, that was cool. Like I do like when there's a good curb stomping. Yeah, and the lame as fuck Alfred is just like trying to like keep him sane and not lose him, and he's like trying to fight him as well. He's just being a douche. He's like losing control, and he's getting closer and closer to fucking murdering him. And he's got his like jaw propped up against the fucking side of a, a ca- uh, <laughs> like marble tombstone, and he curb stops yeah. him. Like how fucking brutal! That was the best part. Yeah, I did like that. So he had that at least. All right. Do you have anything else about this book? I can't wait for it to continue with the Jim Gordon who laughs. That's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks, DC. Yeah, just what we've always wanted. Yeah, finally. <laughs> right. Jim Gordon's son was throughout this thing, too. I like that he was, like, working a grocery store job, like, just stocking some shelves. Right. It's fun. Yeah. This is the first time I've seen him since he was on Suicide Squad, so... I guess that's what he's been up to, just stocking shelves. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, how much would you recommend this book? Three. Because of the curb stomp? Yeah. All and right, the that cool gimp suit. Yeah, so fucking cool. Penguin's Penguin's gimp call-out was like the one funny thing in this entire book. That made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. But yeah, I, I don't recommend any of this bullshit. Like, this story jumps around so much. I, I really don't understand the story at all. Like, I don't know what they were trying to do, really. Like, they're just trying to do all this fucking bullshit and i guess you're just supposed to roll with it but it's how pretty did fucking batman, garbage how did like regular batman because when he's first starting to transform into another batman that can laugh he magically has an extra visor gimp mask how did yeah, he get that i don't know I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I, I just don't... There, there's a lot of fucking just nonsense that happens. It's like, how did we get here? Like, what what are we doing here? Uh, why why are we talking to Court of Owls? Why are we and releasing fucking Last Laugh bullshit? What the hell is that even doing? Well, like, I, I don't even understand like 90% this of Batman books, though, is that... Like, yeah. Shit. But, like, they also... Like, every comic book ever, they always try to tie them into, like, the other shit. There's one, I think it's... What was the other one they were trying to get you to read? It says, uh... See more in the Batman Who Laughs something else, or Dark Knight's Metal, the Batman Who Laughs. I yeah. think there's a separate yeah. issue just for that character. Yeah, Fuck yeah, that. there is. We are not re- Please don't pick that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so for next week, we're going to read. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no, no, we're taking a break from uh, fucking Batman. Man, I just, I never enjoy the Batman books, to be honest, like in in general. And just these ones are like just so much worse than a normal Batman book. I don't. I just can't follow it. Uh, fucking drives me crazy. Stay away from it. Fuck this book. Yeah, three out of a hundred. There is a curb stopping. So, yeah, that one is cool. 
I mean, just just find the that issue and just read that. That was just fun. just but the rest image, of it is Google just nonsense. Search that one picture. Just yeah, yeah. fuck the rest of this. Batman thing. curb stomp. Yeah. Uh, there they they did have an ad in the uh, issues for something called deceased, which is like DC, and then uh, E A S E D, like deceased. Which I think that's a creative name. We're gonna have to read that at some point. Yeah, that sounds cool. Did you? Did you I didn't see what the fuck was that one for. Uh, I don't know. It's like it's like oh, after the end of the world or something, or after the end of everything. So I think it's like a. I don't know, some story oh, wait. separate from no, everything that was else. No, that was that separate, like, Superman, something with an eye, right? It's after that thing? Uh, I don't know. I, did, I didn't keep these open, so I don't know what the fuck they were. But okay. It, was like, it, was noticed, a, it showed up a couple of times. I noticed they were, like, pushing Brian Michael Bendis' written books, like, fucking crazy throughout this thing. I guess he's writing the new Wonder Twins, which, that could be awesome. Oh, not not so much okay. that he's writing them specifically, but just that the Wonder Twins are back. Um, <laughs> yeah, forgot yeah. about them. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, but yeah, the, no, this one I I don't know what it is. It's just like DC and then East, so DC East. I just like the name. It's very I like the pun. It's so a clever way to write I, it. I kind of yeah. want to do that one. It is. Yeah, it's fun. So I want to read that book. All right. So fuck this book. Uh, do you want to hear some reviews? Uh, read some fucking I've reviews you cuck <laughs> got, a, got a couple of reviews here so this one is five stars awesome beginning <laughs> of a story <laughs> dude yeah it's crazy uh, this looks like it, it'll be one of the most exciting Batman story arcs of all time can't wait for the next edition what the fuck alright next one is five stars very cool story great story by Snyder and artwork by Jock Great twist in the story as well. Great read and recommend to anyone who enjoys Batman. Now, what the, what the fuck is that? Fuck you. The other one is five stars. All caps. Oh, holy crap. And then uh, it goes, I didn't see the ending coming, but I love it. And I'm totally getting the next issue. Hands down amazing. Fuck yeah, Jim Gordon who laughs. Yeah, fuck. What, the what fuck? a twist. Right. Next one is Why? five stars. How, I don't understand how this. Are this. How does this series have this diehard of a following? How are people yeah, like I don't know. invested it's... in this and thinking this is awesome? Yeah, I really don't know. Here, listen to this one. Five stars. Laughing is good for the soul. Batman is at his best and kind of spooky, but crazy fun. Illustrations are off the charts. A great fusion of talent at its best. What the fuck is that? Fuck you. No, it's not. All right, so those are the five-star ones, and there is a two-star one, uh, or no, it's not two-star, three-star, fuck. The first part of the story builds up to a so-so ending. The first part of the story builds up to a so-so ending. I think both the Batman Who Laughs and Batman are a little bit smarter than this. Prime Earth Batman is way out of character in this comic. I, I guess so. I don't know. He seemed like he was being like an asshole and like predicting unpredictable shit like usual. I don't think he was that out of character, except for the Joker toxin. I have no idea how the fuck. God damn it. Don't <laughs> yeah. leave positive feedback for this shit, because they're just going to keep making it's more weird. and more of it, god damn it. This is why there's a solo book for that shitty laughing Batman, god damn you. You asshole. Yeah. You are the ones creating more of this garbage. I know, it's weird. 
Fuck. Yeah, there was eight reviews on Amazon. Six of them were five stars. God, how? Uh, how the fuck? This is the only review that you guys should listen to. It's one star. The title is WTF. And it says, story is very confusing, jumps all over the place. Not sure what is going on from a freeway chase, which makes no sense. Then a dead Bruce Wayne to Batman killing guards. Artwork is poor, to be honest, also. So this is the only review that you guys should listen to is this one star review because it's a fucking one star book and it's garbage. Fuck the Batman who laughs. Yeah, this fuck Dark Knight Metal. Which one is better, Dark Knight Metal or Batman who laughs? This is better, but that's only because the Dark Knight yeah. Metal is what created this piece of shit, like, continuing travesty of a storyline. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. what's to blame for all this garbage. Yeah, I, I agree. Dark Knight Metal is still worse, but this is also fucking garbage. So, stay away from it. Fuck Batman uh, who laughs. And, uh, I don't know, and, uh, Jesus Christ, I think, like, we're, like, over. Uh, however many Batman books we've read that have been fucking kind of shitty. So, I don't know. I didn't, no, I don't hate the, these, the Detective Comics ones nearly as much as you do. The team, with like Red Robin and like Batwoman and Clayface and shit. I enjoy those. I love Red yeah. Robin. Okay, well, I guess it's, uh, some people enjoy it. Some people enjoy these, somehow. I don't know why. All right, let's let's move on. I'm I'm tired of fucking the Batman who laughs. So let's uh let's have a laugh at our at our next segment here. I Fuck wish these comic book shows. I wish we could just run away from all our problems and everything that oh, causes yeah. us trouble. <laughs> yeah, like the Flash. Run does. far away. <laughs> run fast run far enough away to outrun your troubles. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right. So what did you think of uh, the Flash? King Shark was awesome. Street Sharks, man. Yeah, he looked better than I thought he would. I thought it would look like absolute fucking garbage, but it actually looked okay for a CW fucking shitty TV show. Yeah. So I didn't hate King Shark. Yeah, this is where you spend your budget for the whole year. That's why Arrow was so bad that year, because you yeah. spent all the CW money Just on uh, making you King Shark, yeah. That kind of gives me hope for a live-action Street Sharks movie. I would watch the fuck out of that. Fuck yeah. That'd Especially awesome. after, after seeing him like make that awesome jump out of the water onto the dock when like it yeah. looked like he could just murder everyone, but instead he was like, hey, let's race in the water for some reason. Oh, uh, okay, so I really liked the beginning of the show, how they recap uh, everything in the intro. I thought that was very helpful for me. They're like, my name is Barry Allen, and I have running fast powers, and here's they, what's been going on in my life. Like, oh, they, good, do thank that, you. they do that on all of the shows. Like last week good. when he opened Arrow, and he's like, my name is Oliver Queen. I used to live on an island, and now I'm opening <laughs> Arrow. Who would have vigilante guy? Like, they now do I that shoot in arrows in Seattle. Yeah. yeah. I've got this awesome bow now I found. <laughs> my name's Barry yeah, Allen. I've never really found good. a problem I could not out, outrun. Because I'm the fastest man alive. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this was all about uh, the problems that he can't outrun, like uh, his relationship to Wally West. Who yeah, Wally West's like jealousy is the only problem he can't outrun. Can't outrun that jealousy. What else here? His, his best friend is called Cisco, which uh, you, you can't call people Cisco. I'm just thinking of the thong song. 
I don't think a single person who watches the CW with any regularity was alive or old enough to have any frame of reference to what the fuck a Cisco or the Fong oh, no. was. They don't know Drew They do, Hill. dude. The DMX Challenge. Hashtag DMX Challenge or whatever it was. That song was featuring Cisco. Hmm. What these bitches want? Is <laughs> yeah. That one? Isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Cisco is in that song. He's like lying down on cars and singing upside down and shit with stupid blonde hair. It's fucking great. You should watch that video. It's funny. I will. Yeah, I recommend. And yeah, King Shark is a marine biologist, just like George Costanza. So that was good. We mentioned that before. George Costanza is a fake, though. This guy was legit. Well, I, I wonder. I wonder if he really is, though. Maybe, maybe he's also faking it just to bang girls. Just to bang his wife, the lady who yeah, works to bang with him. His... Yeah. Well, he could be could be cheating on his wife. You never know. How dare you insult King Shark's stand or <laughs> or moral fidelity <laughs> compass? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's very moral. Sure, he'll eat human beings, but he won't fuck around. Yeah, that's where he draws the line. Right. And I guess like right before this episode, they're like traveling to other versions of Earth yeah, and shit. Earth too. And he's like <laughs> he was like talking to um to his uh what, stepdad or what is, what do you call that? Adopted father about um the Earth. He's like, Oh, I met you in the other version of Earth and you were a jazz singer and she was a police officer and uh you have a you have a goatee on this earth and in that earth he doesn't have a goatee. <laughs> like something like that. That's that's what I imagine. Just like you have the op- if you have a goatee on this earth, you don't have it in the other earth. And if you don't have one in that earth, you have it in that earth. That's only if one version of you is evil and one version of you is <laughs> yeah, good. exactly. So the one with the goatee, like his his uh in his earth, that's the evil stepdad or whatever. Yeah, because so... that was the cop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, no the the wife was the cop though, not the not the guy. The other that guy was a jazz singer on the other earth. Wait, he, the regular version of him has the goatee. Yeah, I know. So that's the evil version. That's what I'm right. saying. That's the and twist, that's the dude. version that's the that's cop. the twist. Is he a cop? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, he is the evil version. Boom. Yeah, evil cops. Air horns. All right. There was also some bad guy called Zoom, and I guess he's the one who sent the Street Shark or King Shark after the Flash. I don't understand that plan. That's a stupid plan. Like, oh, the, he runs really have, fast. Let's send a shark man a shark after him. If you have a shark man on your team, why would you not send him to solve every problem ever? I mean, you could try. I just feel like you, I, I feel like sharks aren't that fast, even in water. I, I don't really, I don't really get that. Yeah, but you're sending him to kill someone, not specifically to outrun them. Yeah, but you got to catch him, which I guess he kind of did. Like when when the Flash and King Shark meet each other. Uh, they, they're like standing in the street having their standoff and then they talk some shit and the Flash is like, oh yeah, well, how do you like this? And then he just like runs around him in circles a bunch of times and then King Shark just hits him. I don't know what he was trying to do by running around circles. Like, what what, what was that? What was his end game? Tornado power? <laughs> I guess. Speed tornado? Sure. I mean, that's how he beat him in Which, the end. Was he sped yeah, I guess so he just fast the water. he created electricity to barbecue him? Yeah. I... <laughs> Which uh, I guess we accurately predicted that uh, to solve this problem, he would just have to run really fast. Yeah. Which he did. 
Um, and I like how when he's doing that, the people watching are like, oh, what's he doing? It's like, well, he's running really fast. Obviously, like, he's running What the fuck do you think he he's can. doing? Come on. What's he's his the name? fucking Flash. Every day he does this. That's how he solves everything. He just runs around this it. This is the one method of solving problems this guy has. <laughs> Come on, everyone. Yeah, exactly. It's either that or he calls in the Justice League, the useful members. Yeah. Guys, there's a problem here in uh, my town. I can't run fast enough to stop it. I need actual help from people <laughs> who can do things that aren't useless. Right. Exactly. I guess that's all the notes I had. Like, I, I thought King Shark was cool. I mean, like, yeah, he was. I would, uh, I would watch this just for the King Shark. Like, yeah. I, I mean, the, other than that, it's a CW show. How does this rank for you over the other CW shows we've watched? So obviously Riverdale I mean, is number one, but uh, how about after that? This one's probably top, I think. Really? Oh, no, no. Black Lightning. Black, Black Lightning is infinitely better. Black Lightning. Oh, yeah, that's right. Black I forget, does, that, does that one count since it's like then, a different universe? I think it's on the CW. I think it counts. Okay, so Black Lightning and then probably this. Yeah. This is way better than Arrow and the Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Okay, I, I can, yeah, so it goes so, Riverdale, Black Lightning, this. I got it. So next week, we've already, we already know what we're doing then. We have to oh, wait the trifecta and watch the Supergirl. Next week, Titans Season 2 comes out. We've got to watch Titans. Yeah, it does. Relevance. I mean, we could, we could delay the premiere episode for a week. I mean, <laughs> we've just watched all yeah. these other CW shows. I think we should just fin- rip the bandaid off and finish the last one and watch the Supergirl one now. Just to get it over with. Uh, I don't know. I want to come back to it. All right. I like that Titans is coming out this week. I like the relevancy of it. That's the, uh, the timing works out well. And plus I listened to the, uh, Titans podcast too. So oh, I'm excited to listen to their well. episode. Of, I'm excited to listen to that episode of the new episode of Titans too. So it's going to be a whole thing. It it drops. But I'm very excited for. <laughs> it drops three hours after we go live, doesn't it? Yeah, We're live right now, it does. Friday morning at midnight. They come out. Yeah, three a.m. Eastern, midnight Pacific. So yeah, join us after the show for our uh, commentary our live track. Watching. Yeah, yeah, we'll be on a uh, Twitch doing that, watching fucking Titans. Awesome. Right. So, so I guess, uh, yeah, that's that's what we're, that's what I want to do next week. I want to watch this new season of Titans, and um, talking are about they, podcasts. Are they single episodes or two at a time, like uh, everything else was? S- sing- I think it's single episodes, but uh-huh. we'll see. I, I'm not sure. We'll check it out. They on their Instagram page, they specifically had a picture of Hawk and Dove, and it says Hawk and Dove fly again in five days. So I, that implies. Oh. And they're both Bad in castle? the episode then. Yeah. yeah. Good. All right. Good. Join us for that next week. And also, speaking of The Flash, I listen to The Flash podcast and I have some clips that we can listen to. And I think this will be a fun thing here. So we're going to give them the Batwoman treatment here. Give some constructive criticism. Yeah, uh, because they did say. Right. So they, they did invite me to do this. So I'll just play this clip first. Because uh, so, you know, they, they did ask. Guys, seriously, please 
the ratings and reviews really help us. We could really use uh, those five stars if you enjoyed the show, or if you want to leave some genuinely constructive criticism, we really appreciate five it. Stars. Give us those stars. <laughs> You're going to get that we, genuinely constructive criticism today. We are criticism never going to ask you to do that. We're going to ask <laughs> you to leave us five stars, and if you don't like us, to fuck off. That's the only <laughs> difference. Yeah. Tweet at Giraffes HBD Pod your constructive criticism, and we'll take it to heart. Or whatever, yeah. yeah. Yeah, do it. Sure. So, stay tuned for this uh, constructive criticism after a uh, piss break here. I really gotta fucking take a piss. Oh, thank God. I was gonna just say something, too. All right, good, good. Let's 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 do that. Well, yeah, all right, stay tuned. Live, Here's a word from our sponsors. Audience, join us. We're all going to the yeah. restroom. Fuck yeah. All right, I also just thought up about a new amendment to the four Daves team. I'm going to add Dave Thomas on mine. Just so I have someone to make me a fucking amazing camera oh. all the time. <laughs> I don't know who good, he's replacing, but he's a, a he's an absolute member. All right, I, I like it. All right, guys, we're back from our piss break here, so let's get into the Flash podcast. Oh man, I feel so much better. I could do this for hours now. Yeah, we're That's good great. now. All right, all right. So let's just play their intro real quick here, so we know who we're listening to. Well, hello everybody, and welcome back to the Flash Podcast, your podcast for all the to see the of Flash, Dragon Grandcousin as Barry Allen, aka The Flash. I'm one of the hosts, Andy B, as always, and with me, as always, are my entire Flash, Flash Podcast crew, Andrew, Taddy, and Sora. How are you guys doing tonight? Great. Hey, doing good. I'm, I'm, I've been crying in the club. The why, club is work. Why, <laughs> but... why, are you, why are you at a club? Okay, so what? that's their, <laughs> I know, right? What percent of that could you understand? Crying at a club, the club is work, and great, that was it. The rest of that, <laughs> okay. the rest of that I did not catch. <laughs> I know, right? This, this podcast is crazy, man. Like this, the, the main dude is named uh, Andy, and he is unintelligible when he speaks. Like It's so hard to understand him. So I've got, I got like mostly clips of that, I guess. But the other guys, um, also for some reason, Andy is like extremely quiet in the mix. Like his, his waveforms are like, are teeny tiny waveforms and everybody else's are like really big. Like they're, I guess they're speaking on the mic going into, uh, I think they're recording from like Discord or something because you can tell that there's uh, some connection issues at some points. Of course, there's no editing. You know, that's just uh, what we come to expect from our DC TV yeah. podcasts here. So, you know, there you go. But okay, so let's let's listen to a couple of these clips here. We'll just uh, go through these. I think that they might have a little bit of a problem with uh, with this plug that they do. But you guys, as you know, we do have a T Public store as part of the DC Podcast Network. So if you want to get some amazing DC merchandise and support yourself as a DC fan, click on the links in the show notes below. All right, dude. He's calling that amazing DC merchandise. I think I think uh, DC Comics would have a problem with you um, calling yeah. that DC merchandise. I you think, gotta be careful with that. I think there's gonna be a cease and desist in your future, my friend. Yeah. If, if anyone dude. from DC can make out what you just said, you might be in trouble. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, if, if they can't understand them, they can't get in trouble. That's right. That's true. That's why I mumble all the <laughs> time see. and talk like this. I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> And also, just going back to that mumbling, um, there's a plug here. I want to see if you can if you can identify what the hell he's trying to say here. <laughs> okay. 
And then also, of course, do support She40.com, the amazing female empowerment movement created by the women of the Arrowverse. And you can go to the website She40.com where they have amazing content. And you can also follow them on Twitter and Instagram at She40. Can you Jesus. can you understand that plug at all? Like, what the hell is that? What Bits are you talking pieces, about? But none of like the information he was trying to or supposed to be giving you. Like, thanks to C four U I I don't know what the name <laughs> of it is. I have no clue. Yeah, that's the problem with that plug. Like, we can't understand what the hell you're. You, you got to make sure you say the what you want people to go to yeah, very very like, clearly. We always clearly because say, I can't thank understand. Thank you, Google Stadia, for your love and yeah. support. Google Stadia. I'm loving it. See, clear. Yeah. We all we all heard it. We know what we're doing now. Um, there's another thing too. I think that I think this person just woke up, like at, in the middle of this recording. So let's listen <laughs> to this. Awesome, Tatiana. How did you enjoy it? Oh my. Uh, well, I really liked um, <laughs> King Shark. I li- I just like that long ass pause, and she was so shocked that he was uh, <laughs> talking to her. Oh, and also, I should note that, uh, by the way, this is not the Season 2 King Shark episode. This is the Season 5 King Shark versus Gorilla Grodd episode that I listened oh, to. Oh, motherfucker, we gotta find that one. I know, right? I know, Shit. how do we miss that one? I know, it sounds awesome. But uh, I listened to the King Shark one, and it's like, it was just this Andy dude with somebody else who I think was not a regular. I guess, like, they had, like, a short crew on that one. And as I was scrolling down, I stumbled upon this one. So I'm like, I'm going to listen to this. This one is way Tatiana better couldn't be than the other one. From her nap. No, she couldn't be. <laughs> okay, so they were like really excited about this King Shark episode. This this uh, Andy guy was. I think all of them, or no, this isn't Andy. This is someone else. I think his name is Andrew. So they have an Andrew and an Andy. So it's it's a little confusing. Oh, God. But <laughs> but okay, let's let's listen to what he was expecting about uh, this King Shark and Gorilla Grodd fight. This episode was not quite what I expected, which is <clears throat> perhaps the most generous way of saying that because I didn't really expect anything. So so which is it then? Did you, did you expect yeah. nothing or did you expect something? Like what what the fuck are you talking about, idiot? Constructive criticism. (laughs) Okay, but then the other guy, he is very excited for the King Shark fight. So let's listen to that. So I don't know if I made it clear in the last, like, two or three episodes of this podcast, but I've been waiting for this episode since, like, 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 I don't think I've... I think I was excited for this episode as I was for graduating high school like seven years ago. Like I was just like, <laughs> wait, like no, but like y'all, I'm not even kidding. Like, cause here's the thing, I don't want. I've never seen Jaws. I don't. I've never seen any of the uh, Kong movies at all. But that being said, I love myself some King Shark and myself some Gorilla Grodd, and I've been waiting for this showdown for five years. So waiting for this for five years. How excited could you possibly be? He's more excited than this than graduating high school. That's very strange to me. How did he know five years ago? I don't know. There was a possibility that he would someday see King Shark versus Gorilla Grodd on TV yeah. CW's The Flash. Yeah, and he said he's, he's never seen Jaws. He's never seen King Kong. Like, why the fuck would you give a shit? Like, I think that's the reason I was excited. I'm like, oh shit, it's like the, like a Godzilla fight or whatever but i would never like expect to see this on tv what the fuck so this dude loves 
King Shark a lot. So we're gonna we're gonna prove his love of King Shark here real quick. Since season one, episode fifteen has always been like the like the you know a big you know a big deal. We've had you know out of time in season one. We had um you know. I'm trying to remember what season two was about, but season three was, you know, the Ravens, you know, when Savage had returned, and season four we had End of Flash Time. Okay, so do you know what season two, episode 15 is? It's of, the King uh, Shark episode. Flash? King, King fucking Shark, you asshole! <laughs> no, he said uh, uh, out of time for season one. He didn't say King Shark at all. So oh. he totally forgot about King Shark, even though he's uh, more excited um, about King Shark than, than sex. He's more excited about King Shark than Four Loco. He's more excited about King Shark than uh, baseball games. <laughs> baseball games, yeah, everything. Every King Shark is the the top Batman thing for him. Laughs. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm more excited about King Shark than Batman Who Laughs. Actually, I'm more excited about this Andy dude than I am the Batman Who Laughs. Oh, that's I am too. I, I Andy is my uh, I, I love Andy. I like this dude. Yeah. Props to you, Andy. We're gonna have you as a special guest on our next when we do when we finally oh, yeah, watch fuck yeah. the King Shark vs. Karate episode. I don't care what like strings we have to pull. We're getting motherfucking Andy. Oh, dude, I like That'd it. We amazing. should do it. Fuck yeah, Andy, come on the show. Come yeah, on the show. You're actually open invitation to everybody at DC TV podcast. Like, I think we could mesh these two shows together pretty well here. So yeah, open invitation, all of them. Batwoman podcast. You guys can come on there. Swamp Thing Radio. You guys can yeah, uh, call in Rachel. on speakerphone. <laughs> yeah, I'm please. not going to email you the invite because I know you won't read it, girl. Yeah, exactly. But okay, so I think he's not really as excited about King Shark as I, as he says he is. That's my point. He, well, he's uh, excited for King remember. Shark versus Grodd is what he's saying. King Shark on oh, his maybe. own doesn't do shit for him. But he King says Shark he loves himself gorilla, some King Shark. When it's punching a gorilla in the throat, maybe. Right. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Moving on here. So we just invited everyone on the show. I think uh, this this next thing is going to uh, pretty much ensure that uh, he won't come on the show. But let's oh, listen to no. it. Oh, no. They went to some d- deep lengths with, with King Shark that I did not know they were going to do. Eh, I see what you did there. What? Deep. Some deep blue lengths, perhaps? I didn't even say blue. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, deep, it like implied. deep depths. Yes. Yes. That was, exactly. That was totally not where I was going with it, but he doesn't. He doesn't seem to understand puns, and this happens a lot in the show. Like he's kind of. I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. I. He's just like not keeping up with the rest of the people. Like everybody else seems to get what's going on, but for some reason he just like misses a lot of stuff. Like jokes fly way the fuck over his head all the time. I mean, it's all right. I don't understand what metaphors are, so. We'll learn together, <laughs> That's Andy. true, yeah. We'll learn together. I'll teach you puns. You teach me metaphors. <laughs> I, I, actually, I don't know if he has any examples of metaphors, but we'll see. I forget what this one is, but it's called So Dramatic, so let's, let's see what that was. <laughs> you're being, uh, sweetie, you're being so dramatic right now. Oh, okay. I just like this as... <laughs> I think I was expecting you to yell about George Costanza more and that, and then I was going to play that, but then I fucking forgot about it. If only. <laughs> Whoops. When you talk about George Costanza, you're being so dramatic, sweetie. Uh, okay. You've seen like the grudge or the ring or any of those Japanese ghost movies, right? No. 
Really? Okay. Well, um, what's the for those of you that on? have, that's uh, the one about the ghost who makes sounds in a. Oh, I, it's I don't fucking know. I haven't seen it in a long time. Like the little old Japanese. Oh yeah, they boy? had the meowing kid too. There's a meowing I saw, kid. I in saw like that a, when they made fun of it in like scary movie or something. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Well, anyway, they they had an they had one of those like ghosts from those Japanese horror movies on here. So let's hear the ghost's appearance. Who uh, uses King Shark? <laughs> I just I like thought, that sound, dude. I thought you meant <laughs> it was creepy. in this fucking episode of The Flash, and I was gonna be like, "Wait, why?" Oh no, 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 no! We're talking about the podcast. It was on their podcast, dude. It was a metaphorical the, the, the fucking ghost. They watched, they watched the ring, dude, and then you heard, you heard this. Who uses a king shark? That's like scary to me. I don't like listening to that. All right. Uh, yeah, I can do it too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good job. You're very good. Oh, fuck. This girl made another noise, and I forgot to do this, but this could be our new air horn sound if I just, like, you know, play it back a couple <laughs> times. So, listen to this. So, uh... <laughs> so, if I just, like, stack that up, like, three times, I think we could have a new air horn. But I didn't get around to it. Nice. Yeah. Okay, this is another one that I liked uh, uh, for him trying to, like, calm people down. Simmer down a little bit. <laughs> all right, that was awesome. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I feel like at the end of all of his uh sentences, he always adds like an extra syllable, and you can kind of hear that in this one. Simmer down a little bit. A little bit. Uh, like that one. Every every time, dude, it drives me fucking crazy. I'm liking it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well <laughs> let's let's listen to this one real quick. We got the next one here. Because we had King Shark in broad daylight. So, again, you can hear that there. And uh, what day do you think he's talking about? He's talking about daylight. So on which day? What do you mean on which day? Which day of King the week? Shark was which on? day of the week? Friday. Vocal Fry, dude. Wait, what? You know, are, you, are you familiar with Vocal Fry at all? No. Okay, it's, it's where you talk like this. It's like that. Actually, the Asian ghost sound is pretty vocal fry heavy, so it sounds like this. Who uses a king shark? <laughs> it's where you make your voice kind of like have that uh, fucking sound behind it. He's doing that on this, uh, on this clip too, so I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. I'll just cut this joke. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I do not get whatever this means. It's like the valley girl thing. They, they talk with vocal fry. Like that, like it's it's like a very lazy way of speaking, where your throat makes a noise as you're saying words. Okay, yeah, I still get it. All right, Friday, glorious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what that is. I love Forget that. it. <laughs> Make that our new glorious. horn. I'm, I'm a yeah. This one, this is one I'm gonna keep because I like it. Glorious. <laughs> so that's what he thinks about the king shark fight. It was glorious, I assume. Okay, and at one point they reference uh, Game of Thrones, so let's hear that. HBO has their dragons, but we have a freaking shark and a gorilla on the CW, and it looks <laughs> freaking spectacular. <laughs> so, HBO ain't got shit on CW, Yeah, fuck dude. you, HBO. <laughs> Up the budget, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. You guys gotta step your fucking game you up. We got money sharks, make money, motherfucker. gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> People who run fast. Who runs fast on Game of Thrones? <laughs> Fucking nobody. I wish there was a fast character on goddamn Game of Thrones. That's what I they know. needed. Shit. You need a speedster. 
<laughs> All right. Speaking of running fast, that's what I named this next clip. I'm going to use an old trick. And the old <laughs> trick was run at him and punch him. <laughs> no, it was supersonic punch, baby. But Andy can't really understand a joke there. But uh, but I think we said something very similar. Like, how's he going to get out of this one? Yeah, run fast. I agree. So spoiler alert for uh, spoiler alert for King Shark versus Gorilla Grodd. Uh, the Flash runs really fast and punches. But which one does he punch? Oh, who knows? We'll have to watch oh, and shit. find out. Okay. Oh, and, and immediately after that, uh, let me let me just play this one because I forget what he says. I just need to check on you for a second. Like, you're not making fun of one of the greatest moves in the Flash's history, right? Because oh, you mean you mean running at someone and punching them? No. They've never done that before. <laughs> so that dude is like offended. Like, oh, that's actually a really cool move. You can't like make fun of the supersonic punch move. <laughs> who the fuck cares? Yeah, who would make fun of that? Yeah. So cutting I edge. Mean, <laughs> yeah, such a cool original flashy move. <laughs> yeah, who would have? Who would have guessed? <laughs> I mean, he's only been doing that move for like four seasons now. Right. Let's see. Next one. I guess I had a lot of clips on this more than I thought. Yeah, man, you're a huge fan of the show. Clearly, I was. Yeah, it was good. Did you five uh, star okay, yet? In your review, um, I will. I'm going to, but uh, I, I didn't get around to it yet. I'll give him five stars since I'm having fun, having my fun here. So fuck it. Here's the next one. Let's just listen to it. It's about King Shark romance. So I uh, Andy, have you seen The Shape of Water? Is that the M Nine Shyamalan movie? No, no. Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> yes, it's, it's Oscar the winning, fish, right? Yes, the Oscar winning love story about a woman and a fish man. I'll probably have to catch you sometime. Um, but, um... <laughs> just like... He just does not understand, like, when people reference things to him. It's very strange to me. He understands, like, zero references. I, it's unbelievable, dude. What did he say to follow that up? I can't remember. He just like kept going back to whatever he was trying to say. He just completely ignored it. But yeah, I understand like when you try to reference the uh, shape of water and then your co-host doesn't understand what reference you're making. I totally get it. Uh, the other co-hosts, I forget that Andrew and Tatiana and whatever the fuck the other guy's name is. I get it, man. I'm right there with you. My co-host didn't understand that reference I made the other day or the other week. You mean when you failed to make it? <laughs> I I succeeded to make it. Shape yeah. of Water, dude. <laughs> that was a stretch. Yeah, there you go. I'll have to check the archives, but I'm pretty sure you yeah. failed. I think uh, I succeeded on that. But we'll see. Oh, uh, the King Shark versus Gorilla Grodd episode was actually a very scientific episode, apparently. This episode was very scientific, yeah. <laughs> just the way the way he pronounces that word makes me laugh too so i guess good we're we're grounded in science in that episode i do like that i mean most of the flash episodes do teach you science facts that's true that's true barry you have to run fast enough to create science to stop these things from happening because speed and science <laughs> barry can you outrun science <laughs> i can try I can try, god damn it. <laughs> I can I have run to so try. fast. I can, I'll run so fast, I'll go back in history. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, there's also a good Family Guy reference in here, so let's hear that. Meg, shut up. Oh, oh shit. he's the one. He's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Eddie. I but but that's the thing. I don't I don't know if he understands that he made that reference. <laughs> I think he I think he said that without thinking of Family Guy, but it did remind me of Family Guy. I think he accidentally did a good reference there. Look who's discovered pop culture there, Andy. I know, right? Hell yeah. Shit. Gotta keep referencing pop culture. Here's another one. You know, you don't it even... says dead as Sarah Diggle because it never oh. was funny. Just oh. like, alive. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is... Oh my god. <laughs> you bitch. I don't even I don't even know what y'all said just right now. But anyway, um, <laughs> he's just I like that. well in this in this case I I also don't understand what y'all just said. But uh, I I just like how Andy's always on the outside. He's never he's never he's never in on the joke for some reason. He just cannot keep up with it fast enough. We're gonna rehearse special private jokes amongst the three of us ahead of time. So that way, <laughs> when you be bust them out, Andy will get them then. All right, so, yeah. So he feels like he's part of the team. Okay. Good thinking. Andy, join us, please. Please join us, Andy. Uh, I don't know how to let go or let love. Well, that, well the, the question was there about letting low, but now we know. <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> but, I, said, uh... I don't know how to let go or let love. <laughs> but anyway... Um, the show has like a lot of like kind of awkward moments. Oh, They're just like not on the same page. So in this case, <laughs> we flipped we we flipped the script. Okay, now Andy said something, and the other people don't understand what the fuck he's talking about. This is crazy, man. This is like really interesting drama to me. I, I like listening. I'm to this gonna a lot. start listening to this one. This one is way fucking more enticing than the Swamp Thing one was and the Arrow one. Or Batwoman. What about Batwoman? No, I, I like Batwoman. Yeah, my girl, already, already my friend subscribed. Rachel or whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one, they also talk about interior design. Let's see what that is. I did not realize that Cecile got a new couch while he was gone. I'm like, when did you have, like, when did this happen? Because um, I love the West family house so much. I, I always pay attention to, like, the decorating of things and whatnot. So, okay, I guess he just pays attention to the interior design of the sets of these shows, and he noticed that the couch was uh, different. I would never in a million years be able to tell if a couch was different in a TV show. Like, even in Breaking Bad, I kind of, like, can understand the layout of that house because I've watched that show, like, four times over because it's so fucking good. But I would not be able to, like, tell you. I, I You know, I wouldn't be able to... If they changed out the couch, I wouldn't notice. But, like, if they changed out the house, I probably would. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Everybody Loves Raymond. I could under... I know the what that set looks like, too. And I'd probably notice the couch being different. Something yeah, like would, that. It would have to be, like, one that's in, like, every fucking shot. Like, the one from, like, yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Like, I, I right. would probably notice that, maybe, if they, like, changed it drastically. But if they just, like, got a new version of the exact same couch, <laughs> I'd have no fucking clue. It's like it's like a new lamp. I would not notice. Oh, okay. So they talk about uh, I forget what they talk about, but they have like a a conversation that's like seven minutes long about like the seriousness of something or another. Like they're kind of like talking about real stuff, their opinion, not real stuff, but fake comic book bullshit in a serious way. And then after like this this long conversation, 
they transition and they need to work on this transition. So tell me what you think about this. Oh, uh, they just need they just need a train whistle. What we had in this episode was a step towards that, and I'm hopeful that late in the rest of this season or in next season we'll get a lot more of that for all our characters. Y'all, I had a had a braid. I, du- I dug that. She looked awesome. <laughs> so he's like talking about some like serious shit. And like, I guess they had a lot of, you know, just dead air there. They could have just played an air horn. They would have been fine. Yeah. You're all right. You need You're right. Is a tree okay. Or an air horn. Here you go. You guys can use our air horn. So we'll just, we'll just, uh, we'll just play this for you guys. You can grab it out of the, directly out of the podcast. It's all yours. So let's, let's just be quiet for a minute so we can grab this without us talking over it. There you go. It's all yours. Use that for your transitions. Did he say, y'all, I just had a braid? No, is he that... said, y'all, this character has a braid now. She, Her hair is different now. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I do, too. Also, I can make fun of uh, how Andy talks because he, he did this. Listen to this shit. I could not. I, I needed to put on subtitles to understand a word Sherlock was saying because he... I'm sorry... I love Tom Cavanaugh, but what is up with this whispering tone? It was very breathy, yeah. It was like, oh, look at French accent. All right, Andy, that's this is the pot calling the kettle black, dude. You gotta, you gotta fix your shit, Dan. <laughs> Come on, you can't be bringing up how, how people talk when uh, I can't understand like half the shit you're saying. But his isn't all whispery, like Sherlock was oh yes his, his is better then you're right yeah it's not like the do you want to hear a compilation of nonsense from uh andy i mean i think you already know the answer to that <laughs> i think i do so let's listen to that since i think that segues into this air horn yeah so if i you know to, to um i mean all any luke Perry fans so, you know uh, because you guys it's, if you know, this week has been there's been a lot of so the uh, you know I might uh, let's go with um, but like, like anything the like the you know you know the rappers you know when Savage her return first I'm giving you the side eye for that basically literally it was trouble punching him I think I think that if any, if this if if back to back to back upstairs one of the best things that the Flash has ever done I'm like I know you know like from different aromas that would have been interesting if you know. No, I just, I, I just feel like it's, I, I, I think it's, the, it's, it's, it's just. That's, 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 but, but, but. If you say, if you, if you, if your sentence includes the, like, this is, has, this has to be, like, th- screw you, get out. I don't know, I don't know what you're saying. Okay, that's it. So, yeah, <laughs> pot calling the kettle black. Good God. Also, Morty was in there. <laughs> Morty and whoever was in that stutter song, maybe Pastor Troy, was also made an appearance. Pastor Troy? Want to be a baller? Yeah, that song. You know that song, Stutter? Yeah. Um, I can't remember who it is. Joe. That's why you yeah, can't remember. Yeah, the dude's name was Joe. Joe. <laughs> That's yeah. right. No, he's the dude who sings yeah. on I Don't Want to Be a Player Anymore. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, he's the go. guy who actually sings the hook on it for Big Point. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that song. Okay. 
All right, so there you go. That's uh, that's how Andy talks there. I just got a couple more things here. So um, I mean, I thought this in, was an interesting wait, clip. In his defense, though, he could make the same pot calling the kettle black comment about me. Why? I'm I'm pretty hard to understand for the most part. Huh? Uh, I think not to that level. No, I, okay. I disagree. I can understand what you're saying, unless you're like off the mic or something. I can understand you just fine. Oh, awesome! I've improved. Yeah, getting getting better. I think we're both getting better. We're we're improving over this. Like Andy here, he's had like five years at this point in the podcast here, like to get his shit together, but it just has not happened yet. I guess everyone knows it takes like ten ten years. It takes ten years to get better podcasting. Yeah. Like, this didn't all happen for us just overnight. We've been at this for 17 years now, perfecting our craft, <laughs> right. honing our skills, exactly. paying our dues. You gotta pay those dues. All right, I just have a couple more clips here, so let's listen to this one. The only part I enjoyed was the father-daughter Joe Iris scenes, and that's it. So you really like those father-daughter scenes. <laughs> As opposed to the girls on Batwoman who don't appreciate any father-daughter bonding moments. Oh, it's fuck, weird. you're right. Boom. Tying yeah, it all damn. together. DC Podcast Network. Bringing families <laughs> together. That's right. Okay, and just a couple of, couple of things at the end, uh, which also makes me not feel bad for making fun of them was uh, this guy here. He's talking about his Twitter. Uh, so let's listen to his plug. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew B. Dice. That's D-Y-C-E with all of my hot uh, Captain Marvel hating takes. So he really hates Captain Marvel. Uh, that sounds that's why that you, sounds a little too spicy for that's me. That's why you don't like him? I don't care about Captain Marvel. It was the poor man's he, he really hates Phoenix, him. wasn't it? Yeah. It, I mean, your... yeah, I guess so. Uh, the other thing he says about his Twitter. I would say I spew hatred, but I will leave that up to the people who look at my, my timeline. I should have looked um, at his timeline, but spewing hatred, dude. It sounds like this I'm guy's not spewing himself hatred. as like a, a racist <laughs> or something bad. Yeah, I wouldn't be, <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't be promoting right? this openly. I'd let someone call me out on it instead. Yeah, exactly. So keep that in mind. Word of advice, Andrew Dice with a D-Y. Andrew Dice Clay, or whatever it is. All right, what? What? Did you have advice? Oh, the advice that was, was the previous. advice. Okay. Not call yourself out. Let God damn it! Out. Who am I? am I? Who am I? Andy over here? Jesus yeah. Christ! Shut up, Meg. Boom. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! I don't understand what y'all are saying right now. Oh, they had a and just one more thing. They had a pretty. They had a good segment that uh, gave me a reason to bring out an old drop. So let's listen to that real quick. Implications. Uh, Andrew, do you want to read some uh, some emails before we get some plugs? <laughs> oh, I would I would love to. Read some fucking <laughs> Yeah, fuck yeah. You bastard. You bastard. Read some fucking email. THBT podcast. <laughs> Why do we stop uh, using I love that, that one? Drop. I don't want to steal Jamie Josta's drop. That's why. But uh, yeah, there we go. That's all. That's all I had to say about that one. So uh, listen to them. That's the Flash podcast. You can uh, listen to their awkward misunderstandings uh, and I, I guess just droning Spam on and Andrew on about Dice the fucking on Twitter, Flash. 
with yeah, uh, our hatred episode when this goes live Friday morning at midnight. Yeah, please, get please come here. join get us. Him to, get him to contact Andy to be on here for us. Yeah, friendly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Open invitation to everybody on this show or those other, at that network. You guys can come on this show. I don't give a shit. It's gonna be fun. Okay, so next week we're gonna be watching Titans for uh for our show. And they have a Titans podcast, which Andy is also a part of. So this oh, should be pretty fuck fun. Yes. So here we're gonna get it's we're gonna team. hear again from him there. I Whoever know. The fuck I forget else who else is on, is on there. It's the dream team by default. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I listened to them talking about the trailer for season two for like an <laughs> yeah, hour and a half. Hour episode, yeah. <laughs> they spent half the episode talking about Wonder Girl and her backstory. So they they were reading Wikipedia for like forty five minutes about uh, Wonder Woman's appearance or Wonder Girl's appearances. And at the very end of the show, they play Mad Libs. I don't know why you would play Mad Libs on a podcast. It sounds <laughs> awful. I would say, don't do that. It's boring as shit. But uh, they're saying like, Andy, tell me an adjective. And he'd be like, uh, dog and shit like that. He, he does not understand like parts of speech either. <laughs> like I was thinking maybe he's like an ESL student or something, but Usually they would understand like what is a verb, noun, and adjective because you got to think about that shit. But he does not. Uh, English as a second language. Oh, so now now I don't know. They keep asking him like, "Give us an adjective." He's like, "Wonderful." And later they're like, "Give us another adjective." He's like, "Did I say wonderful?" It's thank, like, "Yeah, you asshole!" Like, thank they God they weren't like Andy. Adjective. Give us a pun or give us a metaphor. <laughs> Medlins would be hard. Be then. like, what? 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 I guess I recommend it for that. It's like them explaining what is a noun, adjective, and verb. They're like, at, at some point, the guy who's leading the Mad Libs, he's just like, Andy, give me a verb. That is an action word. Like, before he even answers. They're like being condescending as People, fuck. People, places, or things are nouns. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Another word I think they advice. even told him that, and he fucked up. He's like, tell, tell us a noun. It's a person, place, or thing. And then he said something else that was not one right. of those things. Uh, God damn. So entertaining Titans podcast. Listen to that too. Cause I'll be listening to their episode. So make sure it's a good one guys. I'll be listening. We're going to be listening next week. Probably. Yeah. Andy, come We're on. rooting for Get you. Started, bud. Bud. We'll play Mad Libs. If you join us, I promise if you want. Oh fuck. Yeah. We'll play Mad Libs. All right, Dave. So that brings us to the end here. We've been, this has been a long episode. So what do you want to read for next week? My little pony spirit of the forest. It's a three book thing <laughs> really my why not pony? why the fuck not okay what is it called spirit of the force yeah spirit of the forest oh and uh see if we can get swagberg to let us use oh rap. fuck yeah remember that Hell man yeah. i missed that fucking song i do yeah shout out swagberg that was a great song <laughs> swagberg that's our boy uh god damn it where's my fucking Hang on, let me, uh... At least Andy's prepared. I know, right? Yeah. So, I'm bringing in pretty much the opposite of My Little Pony. I'm bringing in Duke Nukem, Glorious Bastard. That's a four-issue thing. This is our kid-friendly <laughs> episode next week. For yeah, the for sure. <laughs> there was a... Have you heard of a game called Bulletstorm? Yeah. Apparently Duke Nukem is in that game. And that just came out it's on like Switch. A playable character or like yeah. A Easter egg? Yeah, thing? yeah. 
playable character. He's like ta- saying his Duke Nukem stuff like through the whole campaign. It's a first person shooter. I was going to so say, I yeah, I think it's game. like a wartime shooting game. I didn't know. Yeah. Weird. Duke Nukem's in it, dude. It's like an alien shooting game. Is it made by the same company? I I don't think so. I think it's just a guest star thing. Um, So I might play yeah. that, or I'll wait for it to go on sale, but I don't know. But yeah, I'm excited for Duke Nukem. I love Duke Nukem. Yeah, you do. Yeah. All right. So join us for that next week. Uh, that is My Little Pony, Spirit of the Forest, Duke Nukem, Glorious Bastard, and Titans Season 2, Episode 1. With and an check out Swagberg, Pony Rap, featuring Marcos. Yeah, that was a great uh, I'm on the rap. internet at these 2 the God, and I'm done. I got you first. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Follow me at Donnie Ohm. Follow us at Giraffes HBT Pod on Twitter and Facebook, patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank for this music that you're hearing right now. And that's it. So we will see you guys again next week. Remember to bombard those DC Entertainment shows and let Andy know. No, no, no. He's the third member of our team. Yeah. DC TV. Join us next week. Come on, guys. Gang. Everyone. DC TV gang. All right, see you next week. I miss the Jamie Josta drop. Yeah, me too. I love that drop. There'll be no swearing. I'm not swearing at all next week. In honor of our really? kid-friendly Why? episode. Oh, okay. What about Duke Nukem? It's for the youths. Uh, <laughs> Bastard's not a swear word. Holy shit. How, can we do an episode without swearing? I, I don't wonder. think so. We're going to need you to just throw in like a, a like bleep, bleep sound. Yeah, every fucking yeah. time I, I mess up and forget, which will be like endless. Yeah, I don't think I could do this. Never mind. Fuck that noise. It's a bad <laughs> idea. That's not going to work. Yeah. Let's watch My Little Cunties. Oh. Spirit of the Cunts. Whoa. <laughs> I was on call I thought we weren't. I thought we were swearing. You can swear all you want. I'm just saying. I mean, you don't need to insult the My Little Ponies. Yeah, we'll see. Bronies, son. Bronies. Oh, fuck yeah. I got... Ellen got me thinking of that because she randomly sent me a text the other day because apparently BronyCon in Maryland is in Baltimore is coming up soon. She was like, hey, you coming? Oh. Yeah, I'm missing this year's. Oh, shit, man. That, that that'd be an interesting thing ponies. to go to. Yeah, that'd be BronyCon awesome. would be very interesting. I wonder if... Yeah, this, is my, this is my first peek into the My Little Pony world, too. I wonder if, like, Swagberg is invited to, like, every single one of these ever to try and Should get him be. to perform. Yeah, I yeah. don't see why you wouldn't Just perform that. that one song. Yeah. Perform that one fucking song. I mean, you could throw in, you could throw in the dolphin song if you want to. That's a cool song too. Yeah, but it's not nearly as brony tastic. Yeah, pony swag. That's a song, isn't it? Okay, yeah, it is. Feature Marcos. All right. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh all right. I got a lot of editing to do. What editing is there to do on this? We nailed it. First take. Yeah, true. Just let it go. Let it. Let it. Or, uh... <laughs> or we'll restart from the beginning and try to get it better this time. Yeah, second second time's a charm. <laughs>
<laughs> now that we've that's learned from phrase. our mistakes, that's what we're doing, right? Yeah. Paying our dues. Ten years in the making. <laughs> yeah. Don't reference vocal fry next time. Yeah. I still don't understand what that is. Or a metaphor. <laughs> Wait, so if you're saying it's like a valley girl, I'd be like, valley girls are just known for talking and saying like all the time. It's it's but associated with fry, like, yeah. You were saying it about Friday, so he just like extends the Friday somehow? That's all it is? Uh, it was a... Okay, so this is what's called a pun. Okay? So like, I meant F-R-Y-D-A-Y. Fry. Vocal fry. Day. Well, that's not a pun, because that's not a good joke. It is a pun. It has it's to be a pun, a, though. It has to be a catchable joke. And it's a fucking like, great joke. It's terrible. Like, what do you mean? What was fried that you were, like, referencing to, like, make this joke about Friday for? Daylight. God damn it, I closed my soundboard. Hold on. Bring it up here. God damn it. We're going to rehash this. Why does this load so slowly? You already shut everything off, man, before the show is over. Okay. Because we had King Shark in broad daylight. Yeah, right at the end there. Daylight. Hear it? Yeah. So the that, you know, daylight, Friday. Uh, I don't get the Friday part of it. All right. How so, is broad daylight uh, compared to Friday? You know, these this joke isn't funny if I have to explain it, Dave. It, it's not funny, period. <laughs> I don't think there's any way around this, that. This is This is your fault. <laughs> I think it's your uh, your joke's fault, man. It's missing. No, no, man. This is this is on you. This is on you. All right, I'm stopping it there. See you next Friday. Live Friday mornings at midnight. Be there.